vision in the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your host, Work-Life Balance Specialist, Deb Crow. Join Deb Weekly where she interviews the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Change Book Radio Show. It's Deb Crow here, your work-life balance specialist. And I have to tell you that we are having an amazing November here in Canada. We are having U.S., like California-like temperatures, and we're still donning our shorts and our T-shirts some days, so that's quite a nice treat because I know a lot of you think I live in the great white north in my igloo. So I always like to share the variances of weather that we have. So again, it's just an honor and a privilege to be here hosting this show and interviewing co-authors from all over the globe who have become part of this amazing global community. And our first author is calling in from the south of France. And I'd like to introduce our listeners to Diana Allen. Diana has, for the last 28 years, been a shaman, a musician, and an artist. During this period, she has pioneered the synthesis of traditional and other compatible healing modalities. In 1994, she left Canada and began a transformational journey. She has lived at many sacred sites, studying and teaching in 25 countries on six continents. Diana has created a holistic, integrative, powerful method to assist her clients in releasing limited patterns held in their cellular memory, which has led them to greater freedom, less stress, and a more intimate relationship with their bodies. So I'm very, very anxious and excited to speak with Diana for the next 30 minutes. So Diana, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Deb. And welcome, everybody, to the south of France. The sun is shining here. Also, Deb, I walked around without a coat on today with sleeveless sweater or sleeveless T-shirt. So it's nice and warm here, too. Well, it's nice to hear that, and it's just nice to hear that there's a sunny, there's just a sunny disposition going on in France as a whole. So I'm I'm happy that you're here with us. So I'd like to start off if you could briefly tell our listeners because we have a short time together. What is your area mm-hmm. of passion and business? My area of passion is to assist people in being their own healer. So everybody comes from a centered, aligned place, and they learn how to release limiting patterns from their cellular memory, from the DNA. It's like defragging your computer. We all have times that we need to go to our computer and basically clean it up and defrag it, and then place new programs in that are more effective. That's the basis of my work. And I also integrate many, many different healing modalities 
One of them being the work of Dr. Hammer, who was a German physician, and he believed that all disease begins with a shock conflict. And he was put into prison because he would not use chemo and radiation on his cancer patients, that he was having a very high success rate. And so I integrate my his work it's called German New Medicine if anybody would like to check that out into the sourcing of the emotions that are held within the body that are causing the person some kind of challenge because if you do not look at your emotions and you you stuff them the body sim- symptomizes the energy has to go somewhere. So I've had many, many clients over the years that I have been doing this work who have just created such different lives for themselves because of looking inward and not looking to the outside to have somebody else fix them. Well, and I I find the work that you do so very interesting. And I come from the medical world and seen, as you have in reading your chapter, I've seen people with catastrophic injury. Um, I had a gentleman who had a spinal cord injury, and they told him he'd never walk again. And he decided to honor Western medicine and, and some of their modalities, but He also chose to do his own due diligence, if you will, in research and put a team together of what I call holistic practitioners, because I don't like the word alternative. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think it's an alternative when we choose it. And he walked out of the hospital 19 months later. Good for him. It's a possibility for everybody. And I don't like the word alternative either. I like the word complementary. Because there are times for allopathic medicine and times for the alternatives. And if people can make their own choice, whatever works for them. Well, and I agree with you. And I also like the word complementary because that's exactly what it's doing. It's value adding to existing and I, I love the word I love the word disease because I'm such a wordy and when you break it down it's dis ease. So it's dis ease right. of, of the body. And I know I have many colleagues that work in oncology and I'm always fascinated, Diana, with anyone who's received a diagnosis of cancer and we're seeing more survivors these days, which is wonderful. But I'm always intrigued that cancer never presents itself where it starts. And I can never um, underestimate the amount of uh, assessments that I sat in with my own clients. And I heard the oncologist tell them that. And it was people who really didn't honor their bodies or their temple, as some of my 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 clients and, and guests even on the show like to call it. What What do you mm-hmm. kind of feel about people in that regard when you know there may be it's kind of like you and I have synergy 
synergy in the sense that I like to get ahead of the curve and help with work-life balance before people get sick. And I, and I know that you would mm-hmm. love to get to people. So how do you approach people when you have to work with that mindset from the beginning when they're not looking after themselves? Well, to teach them to honor their bodies, to listen to their bodies. Our cellular memory is actually waiting with bated breath for us to have a conversation. People don't think that they can talk to their bodies. They can. And also, people who have, ha- who have a cancer diagnosis, it could be a shock trauma from 20 years ago that, that was not dealt with. And so it just sort of chugs along and then it symptomizes. And Dr. Homer used to do um, CAT scans and there would be a lesion in the brain that would correspond to the organ or the place in the body where the cancer was. So he had lots of scientific proof of the correlation. And it's really important that people understand their bodies more and begin to really honor, honor their bodies. And there's a fellow, his name's Gary Douglas, and he does some work called Access Consciousness. And I was reading in one of his books, and it was so funny, that he would go into the gym, and all these very thin, hyper people would be working out, working out, and he could hear their bodies saying, stop, please stop, you're hurting me. He said he'd have to leave the gym because it was too much for him. So people don't know how to honor their bodies. What is enough? What does your body want? What would it like to look like? What would it like to wear today? What would it like to eat? That's what I have taught in this chapter is to ask your body yes and no, or get the answer from your body, yes and no. And then your body will tell you what it wants to eat. Or where. Or do. Absolutely. And it's, you know, that is such a key message. We have to listen to our body. And, and I'm participating in that with, with two feet right now. I'm I'm in a boot camp and... I am doing to the best of my ability, but I have a vision of where I'm heading. But if I feel I need the day off for whatever reason, holistically, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I I take it. And we have mm-hmm. to do that and not have the guilt, Diana, because I think it's easy exactly. for us to have guilt. I don't. Do you want to talk about that for a minute where people maybe get these core values and we instill that guilt on ourselves? Oh, definitely. And a lot of it comes from our society and it comes from our upbringing. If you aren't a certain way and then you feel guilty because perhaps you don't fit in to the box that society says people ought to fit into. And then there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of issues that people carry and they don't know what to do with them. And another big one is grief. People do not allow themselves to grieve. It's a necessary process. And how many times have you seen somebody who's crying and another person will say, well, here, have some Kleenex or 
just you can stop crying. It's going to be okay. You can get over this. Rather than letting them emote that emotion in the to- at the time. So some people become so afraid that if they start to cry, they will let such a flood really be released that they may, may never stop crying. So therefore, they don't let themselves feel that at all. They put a lid on it. And then it goes into the body. Well, and I again, I think you just made some really valid points there. I don't think a lot of people realize that, especially in women, we tend to harbor our stress and our emotion and, and decompress it into our stomachs. But more importantly, yeah. what I've learned, and I'd love for you to comment on this, is I know even in yoga class, when we're doing any type of restorative uh, yoga, we hold a lot of emotion in our hips. And when some people release Mm -hmm. that, they either are, you know, inconsolably crying or they might be laughing Mm -hmm. hysterically. And I, I know your work as a shaman. I'd love for you to just touch on that for our listeners. Well, again, it's, Places in the body that is the place that's holding the old emotions. And it's different for everybody. So, for instance, somebody who is crying almost inconsolably with releasing energy from the hips, because that's also the psoas muscle that connects our upper and our lower body. And that tends to get very tight. And so somebody might be laughing because that's the way that they're releasing this emotion. So one or the other is actually a really good thing that you're in a class that is restorative yoga and those kind of releases happen. How brilliant is that? Well, I love it. And I just, I, much like you talk about in your chapter, I take a holistic approach to my health which is part of my Mm -hmm. self-care, which, again, is my whole work-life balance equation. And I think it just makes it makes me personally feel well-rounded. But I I look at my exercise regime as just that time for myself, body, mind, spirit. And that's really important. I haven't done yoga for a little while, actually, since I was in India. And I went to yoga the last couple of weeks. Well, last week, my body was saying to me, you want me to do what? I'm thinking, okay, it's not that many years ago that I could do all of this. And so now my intention is to become more flexible again. And it takes time to to do that also. I agree. And I I think... You made another good point saying, you know, where these core beliefs or this pressure or guilt comes from, and that is our society. And we are such a drive-through society, and I think men and women alike, regardless of their age, are extremely hard on themselves. And you're oh, not yeah, going to get you're not going to get results overnight. You have to really take no. a holistic approach and just allow your body to change again there's too many variables involved for it to to do such a drastic transformation 
And it's really important that people don't compare themselves to anybody else. You are a unique human being, and you have all your own pluses and minuses, and any time you compare yourself to somebody else, you are the one who loses out. And I'm just looking in my book and talking about hips. So the emotions that could be held in your hips are indecision, feeling unbalanced, pessimistic, and a fear of change. Well, and those are certainly, I think, common human emotions. Now, Mm -hmm, I I would love to um, ask you, we are a growing, powerful global community with Jim Britt and Jim Lutz and the Change Book series. What excites you Mm -hmm. about this? Well, for me, it was really good that I actually got off my but and wrote my chapter because in 1994 when I was living in Hawaii I had an astrologer say to me you will you will write books and I looked at her and I said excuse me you have the wrong person I read books I read lots of books but no 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 I don't write books so oh I, and then I traveled for seven years and so I had people saying to me have you written a book? I'd like to read your book. And I'd say, so would I. And I was, at that time, I was taking the water from the Chalice Well in Glastonbury in England, the Holy Well, and sharing it with people in sacred ceremony all over the world. So I had so many amazing adventures. So that book, when I get it done, is called The Water Bearer because of taking, taking the water. And then, let's see, I was in Portugal, and I went and had a reading with a fellow, and he had a tarot reading. He had a a deck like I've never seen before. It actually had not only a book card, but it was a library of books on this card. Every question I asked him, this is the card that came up. He would put it back in the deck and it would come up again. And he said to me, nothing's going to happen for you until you write your books. I went, okay, fine. So then I moved to Mexico and lived there for 14 months and I gave it up and I hired a book coach. And so that's when I started writing Be Your Own Healer. I decided that that's what I would start with and then do the water bearer later. So for me to put my chapter in this book was a really good step for me and for also to be with all these amazing other people who are in the transformational field it's really it's really very exciting well i i concur with each co-author every week when they answer that question for me because you know, Jim Lutz jokes with me regularly saying, I'm I'm never going to have to rent a hotel room again. And I honestly think, putting, putting humor aside, to have friends and colleagues in over 22 countries, 
I know it wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't become part of this global community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I my, just think it's my, amazing. And my work is global, also international. international. If I if had, I, I had no had, idea. When I left my 27-year marriage in 1994, that I would travel around the world the way I have. And so, and when I arrived in France six years ago, I and I come from India, and it was cold, and I wondered where all the people were, and I went into the church and I said, "Okay, God, what is the reason I'm here?" And what I heard was, you're here to clear the blood from the land. I went, okay, I can do that. Yep. So that's what I started doing. And actually, just recently, I am now have a partnership with, with this amazing, amazing woman on Vancouver Island. And we've created a working together. And our business is called Access Alignment. And we have just finished clearing our first retreat center in France using, oh, resonance repatterning, working with the morphogenetic field, uh, oh, chakra rays, portals, you name it, we did it. Amazing work. And now, with all, with all the wars, that have been on in this country, in France, and many other places, the more places that we clear, and we also clear that old war energy that's held in the land. So I'm really happy about that. Well, I just think you, you seem to have traveled the world extensively, and it's almost to me, sounding like you're following your passion and your dreams and and being at the right time at the right place. Well, I do follow my guidance. Somebody said to me, well, how long are you going to be in France? Because I've been here now for 15 months, and I have just applied to have my visa extended for another year. And I've got lots of furniture, so I'm going to be here for a while. Unless I find a boat to put it on to take it somewhere else. Don't know. And also, to follow my guidance of where it is that I am to be. And the land here has called me. It's called me many times. So now I am living here and doing this work. Well, I think it's wonderful the work that you're doing I really no, enjoyed you. I really enjoyed reading your chapter. That's another gift and a little treat for me every week as I get to read mm-hmm. all of the co-authors chapters. And like you said, yours is entitled Be Your Own Healer. And each week on the show, I like to pull out a section that really resonated with me or I felt was a teaching point if I may. So I'd like to read oh, a little please. bit from your chapter, if you don't mind. Oh, how lovely. Yes, go ahead. So I'm just going to quote a couple of paragraphs that I thought was really, really, um, I'm going to say an aha moment, but I feel that the listeners will, will resonate with this. So this is out of Diana's chapter in the Change Book series called Be Your Own Healer. And here's what Diana writes. 
Here is another example. I was watching Dancing with the Stars, and one dancer had sprained his ankle. He said, quote, we sprained our ankle, and all last week we had to wear a boot, end quote. Who is the we he was talking about? Was he connected to his body, or was he ignoring a warning not to dance beyond his level of fitness? The consequence of not paying attention was his sprained ankle. When a change in the level of your awareness is required, guidance will be available. You may, however, have to take action to access that guidance. It usually begins as a gentle tap on the shoulder, and when you respond appropriately, that is enough. If you persistently ignore the gentle messages, you can expect an increase in volume, urgency, and intensity. The extremes may be experienced as a serious illness or injuries. A common example is a person who chooses an abusive relationship time after time, then denies having made the choices. Same drama, different face. Diana, I loved this. I loved your whole chapter, but I I love that you took something so popular like Dancing with the Stars, and and I read it, and I giggled to myself, and I thought the proverbial we. It had nothing to do with his partner, but I I read it again, and it made me think, you know, maybe that was his guilt, and he couldn't contribute, or it was very self-reflecting, wasn't it? Yes. And I love, well, I know, you know that when when I had my wake up call in in Canada that I also wrote about in in that chapter. Let me tell you, I was hanging out for the frying pan over the head. It was as if I got this message: "Boom! You will wake up, and you will wake up now." And I sort of stood there reeling and went, "Oh, okay. I guess there's something else I ought to be doing here." And that was 1987, the harmonic convergence. And I think that was a time a lot of people actually had an awakening. Well, 1987 for me, you know, I'm always intrigued when someone mentions a date or a year and it just brings you right back in your mind of whatever pivotal time or something that you experienced. And and that was a very pivotal year for me as well as I lost my father that year. And for you, mm-hmm. that is the year you chose. Was that the year you chose to leave Canada? Oh, no. No, no. That's just, that was the beginning of my awakening. I, I left Canada in 1994. But you're, you're always, of, you're always going to be a Canadian at heart. I'll always be a Canadian. I'm still a Canadian citizen. I know. You're my first Canadian on the show. Woo! Really? I wow. Think, and how I about, we might have had, how about we might have Justin? Had, we might have, yeah, Justin Trudeau. We might have actually, you know what? Right. Ellie Borden was on the show, and she's from Montreal. Okay. And 
I wanted to let you know that I'm always connecting co-authors together. And there is a co-author in my book, in book five, Mm -hmm. and her name Mm -hmm. is Dakara Mm -hmm. Keys. And I really think there's a lot of synergy between the work that you do and the work that she does. So I really encourage you to reach out and connect with her. Right. Her name is Jakara Keys. Jakara Keys. And I can okay. I can connect the two of you. Now we've got about right. a minute left. What is what is okay. your website and what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Okay, my website is Diana Allen Shamanic dot com. And that's D I A N A L L E N and then shamanic dot com. And the best way to get a hold of me is diana.allen138 at gmail.com. Well, that is perfect. It, it's and been a pleasure. You, Deb. It's been a pleasure talking to you for the last 30 minutes. And I thank you so much for coming on the show. And under, oh, the, under the episode info on Blog Talk Radio, we have your contact details. And I wish you all the best in the south of France and we'll continue to follow you and keep up the good work that you're doing. And again, just an honor and a privilege to interview you. Oh, Deb, thank you very much from my heart. My my pleasure. Yes, in gratitude. Okay. Goodbye, Deb. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Such an enjoyable interview with... Yet once again, another international author that is just making up this amazing global community that that Jim Britt and Jim Lutz have created. And we are over 200 authors now. We are beyond 22 countries. And this amazing global community continues to grow and prosper with just unbelievable entrepreneurs and talent. So my next guest is Sally Holmes Reed, and I'd like to introduce her before we we say hello. And Sally is in uh, the change book and just, she's just such a neat lady. I've got to know her so well on Facebook and she's another lady that I can, I can say I call my friend. And I just want to tell you a little bit about her. She is considered by many to be one of Seattle's best hypnotherapists. She helps business leaders break through to new levels of success. She is the founder of ChannelYourSuccess.com and the creator of the Channel Your Success formula. She is an author. She is a master NLP hypnotherapist. She is a transformational results coach, an energy healer, and she has helped thousands of clients clear their fears, overcome obstacles, and challenge their limitations so they can step into bigger opportunities, not only in their life, but their business. Her mission in life is to help people lead a fulfilling life and experience extraordinary success. So, Sally, welcome to the Change Book Radio Show. Oh, thank you very much, Deb. It's so fun to talk to you. 
it's so fun to talk to you. It's we, we finally <laughs> get to put a voice to that beautiful face and smile, which is lovely for me. Oh, thank you. I feel the same way about you. So I'm just, I'm so excited to interview you because I think you have such a diversified background and education. I thoroughly enjoyed reading your chapter, Channel Your Success. And you were in the very first change book, which is just totally super cool. You're like, you're like the foundation of, of the beginning. I know. I'm loving that. And we had no idea at that point that it was going to grow into this amazing, uh, you know, global exchange. So even more value added after I came on board. Well, and I was in book five and I'm feeling the exact same way. I, I cannot tell you how many authors that I get the privilege of meeting and speaking and interviewing and that have become really good friends. And it's just so neat to be talking to all of you and everyone's on different time zones, but our common thread is the change. And we all saw Jim Britt and Jim Lute's vision. And I just think that that is, it's, it's just super cool. There's no other word for it. I agree. When they first contacted me, I, I'm like, what? This is, I thought, you know, I'm like, this is such a gift. And I expected to call and talk to, you know, someone in their team. Oh, no. It was both of them on the phone chatting away like we had known each other forever. It was like one of the most positive, exciting experiences I've ever had. Well, and that that's the beauty is, they're like our business partner and to be able to send them an email or pick up the phone and call them. I just find that a gift and just so valuable. Oh, it's, it's, that's worth, you know, just that first half an hour conversation was worth the whole investment. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, that we're a growing powerful community with Jim Bread and Jim Lutz and the Change Book series. Tell us what excites you about that. Well, I love to collaborate and I love to feel part of a community. Uh, many of us are, you know, work, you know, that we're soul entrepreneurs. And so the idea of having a group to go to and connect with and get advice and encouragement and just to be able to celebrate everyone's success together. It's just builds and builds and, you know, it's the, what's the expression? The tide raises all boats. And so we all get to rise up to higher levels than we might have been able to accomplish on our own. Well, and I, I joke and I know I say this repetitively, but Jim Lutz always jokes with me and says, you know, Deb, you're never going to have to rent a hotel room and I'm probably not <laughs> going to have to rent another hotel room in my life because like you just said, I'm part of this amazing community who I'm collaborating with many of the authors. I'm close to, you know, working with almost 20 of the authors all in different countries. And I don't think I would have ever had such endless possibilities. Are you feeling the same way? Absolutely. It just, it's so exciting because when you're in a, 
a group that has this diverse also because that doesn't always happen. You know, many groups, so many people, you know, are, are it's a smaller focus, but really the, the more we grow, you could basically choose any modality, you know, we have a connection, any uh, area of the world, it's, it's, uh, it tickles me. It's just really fun. Oh, I agree. And, you know, I read your chapter, and again, that's another gift for me is I get to read everyone's chapter. And <laughs> you have a lot you have a lot in common with Diana that I just interviewed as well. I know. It was fun. Did you do that on purpose, putting us t- the two of us woo-woo ladies together? <laughs> you know what? I I didn't. Um and this is oh, this is the this perfect. is the beauty of doing this every week is everything is just aligning as it should. And I'm connecting co-authors with other co-authors who they may not have heard of or known yet. And I just, I kind of feel like I'm the concierge and I'm just kind of directing and putting all these different people together. And it's just such a great feeling. Well, the other thing I'm so grateful for is Jim Britt and Jim Luke's vision of offering this to people that uh, might not have had an opportunity to be heard. I mean, they really have given us a voice on a global level that might have taken years and years to accomplish by ourselves. And just for them to seek out uh, this level of author and give us this opportunity, oh, it's just such a an example of the new age, basically. This, per, you know, each person has a chance to fulfill their lives. It's not the old drudgery or working forever, all those old, you know, uh, paradigms. It's this new, expansive, exciting, uh, where every day you're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen today. You know, what's next? I, I fully agree with you. Now, you you are a lady of many talents, and I I would love for you to share with the listeners, what is the one challenge that you see, Sally, in your clients, and again, without breaching confidentiality, but that you could share that maybe you're seeing repetitively and that your talents really address? Well, uh, I actually, all my clients come in, with they either want to do something they're not doing or to not do something they are doing. (laughs) And for whatever reason, they can't make themselves do it. Well, that always translates into uh, often unconscious either beliefs or a mindset or, uh, you know, a part of their unconscious is running the show and they're not. And so it's, through this process of channeling your success, you get to connect with who you really are so you can have that sense of authenticity on all levels of consciousness. And so it's really easy to discover um, what the unmet needs are. I talk of everything. If you're having trouble with something, discover what the need is that your unconscious is trying to solve and solve that in a positive way and then it's like magic i joke with all my clients that i'm really lazy i don't want to work hard at solving my problems i want them just to go away and through the process of identifying your mindset and your unconscious beliefs 
you can do that. I have clients that have struggled with something for years, and in one session, they find relief. And how beautiful is that? Well, it's and the and the beauty comes from just being able to carry them through that that journey to get to the destination of why they came to you and 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 seeing a client go through and have a breakthrough through your assistance and your guidance and your coaching, it's um I think it's a gift. And well, it's, it's so much fun, you know. It is, and it's it's just getting rid of that fear, that F word that we all have, and and uh, you know, just we were just I was just talking to Diana about this and how people, you know, they they compress these type of emotions, and she works with people that, you know, it lands up manifesting in some physical part of their body, and once they can release yes. it it's almost like that psychosomatic effect is gone. Like it's just such a, it's just such a neat thing to see and, and watch people go through and it must be so rewarding for you. Oh, I love it. It's just, it's so much fun. And then the idea that you're moving towards a solution because you know, that's, that's such a beautiful thing to do. Anyway, we don't have to hash over, you know, how many years you've had this trouble or even I'm not looking for the why of it. We're just looking for to move towards what you want, which automatically moves you away from what you don't want. And some people, uh, the way I explain it is you trip yourself up because you're trying to run towards what you want, but every time you look over your shoulder, you know, and have something from your past chasing you, that's when you trip and fall and mess up. So to just don't look back. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, I thoroughly enjoyed reading your chapter. It's called Channel Your Success. And not to sound cliche, but you know Tom Cruise's line, you had me at hello. You had (laughs) me at the first, you got me at the first paragraph. And I just want to share it with our listeners. We've, We've got about three minutes left. This is your life. It belongs to you. Would you like your future self to be living a happy, healthy, active, prosperous life full of love and laughter in a whole new way? What if you start where you are right now and begin to move in a new direction towards what you want to create in your life? The smallest course correction will be enough for you to end up in a whole new and better place. What a powerful way to start your chapter. Number one thing for an author is grab your reader right away. And and you got (laughs) me. I thought, I love this. And as I close through your chapter, I just, I loved it. I loved that you took us through a modality. Diana did a very similar thing, but just very powerful words. And, and the lesson is the smallest step in, in change is going to be enough and it's going to push you in that right direction. Yes, exactly. And we all have that ability to go within ourselves, connect with our own intuition, our own higher self, ground into the, the supportive energy and make choices that so all the well-being is coming to us at all times. It's a beautiful way to live. 
Well, I agree with you. And tell our listeners what's the best way to get in touch with you. Do you have any programs coming up? We've got about two minutes left, so I'd love to know what you have on the go and how we get a hold of you. Sure. You, the easiest is channel your success.com and channel is C H A N N E L your success S U C C E S S dot com and all my contact information is there. I, I am actually going to turn this into a five step mindset mastery program, uh, which is in the works. But if you go to my website, there's um, a free, you can sign up. And I have recorded my chapter as a meditation activation. And you can sign up and get that free to listen to. Well, uh, and then you, I'll contact you when the program's ready. Well, that would be wonderful. And I just want to say it's just so lovely to finally hear your voice. And I love all your participation on the Change Book Facebook group. And I just really wish you continued success and abundance in all of the great work that you're doing and just really appreciate your time today. Well, thank you. I'm really looking forward to working with you on something in the near future. Me too. Absolutely. (laughs) So we will talk. So thank you for your time and I hope you have a great day. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in again. And we'll be back next Wednesday live at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time. So have a great week, everybody, and take care.